everybody, welcome to LesPod. You are here, my friends, because you believe in the LGBT community and the importance of sharing our individual stories to help the community grow and improve. Uh, the goal with the show is to introduce you to people and ideas that are going to help you actively execute on your dreams in the midst of learning how to really believe in yourself. My name is Alexandria Friedlander, and I'm here to introduce you to remarkable people who have helped shift the world in different areas of the LGBT community. Uh, today's guest is is my lovely dear friend Michael Michael, Michael <laughs> from GoGate Miami, and I'm so happy to have him here. Uh, help me welcome him to the show. Woo! Yes. So thank you for being on the show. It's great to have you here. It's good to see you in the flesh because yes. I yeah we have um. We've been talking back and forth for probably over a year. Over now. a year now, yeah. That's the first time we've seen each other. Yeah. So, so tell tell the uh, tell the group, tell the tell the community, tell the crowd. You know a little bit about what you do. I um, I, I'd like you to kind of introduce what you do, what you're passionate about, and um, who is Go Gay in Miami at the end of the day. So, um, I work for the LGBTQ Visitor Center in Miami Beach. So for the most part, what we do is we are uh, we're kind of like a venue that combines a lot of LGBT nonprofits, and we also promote uh, Miami as a friendly LGBT destination. So we have Miami Beach Pride, we have um, Outshine Film Festival, and the Miami Dade Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce uh, that work there. And pretty much, it's a place that welcomes everybody. There's a lounge there. We provide also uh, testing for, uh, for HIV. We also provide uh, all kinds of resources for homeless LGBT youth. And um, it's a great place. It's a great community center. And it's uh, located on 1130 Washington Avenue in Miami Beach. So basically what I do is I run the social media platform for that center. I do that and I also run some platforms for the uh, Chamber of Commerce. So all together I run probably like 20 platforms wow. and um, it's a lot of work. But 20 platforms is not, that's not chump change, that's a lot of work. I From somebody who works <laughs> in marketing as well, I know, so you're literally managing 20 accounts every single day? Yes. You're posting on 20 different accounts at least once a day? Um, on, on about seven of them every day. Wow. And then the other ones is just, you kind of like work it out. Right. So there's, you know, there's, um, there's programs that can help you kind of like flesh it all out. But yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's definitely a lot of work and it's, but it's all mostly LGBT. So it's, it's kind of like, there's a little bit of passion in there. There's always like ways that I can help generate content because, you know, I'm slightly familiar with how the local community is engaging. Right. So, um, it keeps me awake, but if it was something dry like banks or something like that, I probably would go crazy. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So you're more of like the interactive digital type. And tell us about like what what do you think you've kind of added to the community? Because I think Go Game Miami allows people to know that upcoming events are happening. There's a lot of people that send me DMs on Les Miami and on Les Pod. Uh, that ask me if I know of any parties and events, and truthfully, I don't. I don't go out as often as other people, so I usually just refer them to you. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say 
you know, do you think that that is what you're really adding the value to the community is introducing them to the scene? Yeah, so that's, you really hit the nail right there because I moved to Miami like about 10 years ago. Oh, really? 2010, 2008, okay. 2009, 2010. Um, and I went out, I was what, 23, 24, and it was just Miami and the scene, the whole scene was just, it was a big party scene. I, I went out a couple times, um, but there wasn't, I didn't really feel like there was good quality events, good curated events. I didn't feel like when you would go to events, there was like a sense of community. It was like every time you would go out, it was just you would get, people would be extremely drunk, which is, you know, if you want to do that every now and then, hey, that's good. Right. Um, but it, it got to the point where I was going out every night and getting pretty drunk every time just to tolerate like the, the transition into you know Miami so it's just like Jesus Christ I'm getting drunk all the time and it's like I'm not even having a conversation with people when I go out right or if you are you're not remembering it because you're so drunk that you're probably not going to remember it the next day right exactly so yeah. it was just it was I mean it was getting bad and so I eventually I just kind of like stopped going out at all and I was I went back to school and I just focused on school, but I, I really thought like, man, like, is there like a good queer underground scene uh, here in South Florida where you have a good sense of community and if visitors come here, um, this would be a good place for them to also experience, you know, because get, they get to engage with the real locals. Right. You know, every other time you go out, half the people there are not even from South Florida, you know, if you go on South Beach or right. something like that. It's just, people that are visiting which is fine we love our tourists but it's also like we don't the sense of community like the Miami community it's like where is that yes you know you have these clubs that open and close these parties that come and go and it's just you know it's not like New York City that has you know Greenwich Village or Chicago you have Boys Town look where you have these established gay neighborhoods that's very true Miami doesn't have that no, South Florida Wilson, have we have that. no we have Wilson Manors we have Wilton Manors yes Let's um, just cut for one moment. I'm so sorry, everyone. Cut for a moment. I don't know if that camera's recording. And I'm <clears> sorry. It's not. I just double checked. Sorry, guys. Yes, it is. Thank God. Okay, good. All right. People are joining. Not staying, but joining. It's kind of Very cool. All right, cut that. Great, by the way. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, so let's get back to that that sense of community. I think that um, having that sense of community is super important for people to feel accepted and a part of, and, and uh, it's hard to make friendships. I've gotten a lot of different messages. I'm going to move this way because I want to face Yeah, yes, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Um, I've gotten a lot of messages on different platforms, you know, of people saying that they wanted to meet friends, that they, they just moved down here and, and they don't know, you know, where to meet people. So I think that what you're providing that platform with Go Gate Miami is really benefiting a lot of people because it's giving them locations, you know, to have those experiences that they're craving. Exactly. So that's, that's really cool. And what other platforms do you, I mean, aside from Go Game Miami, anything else that you want to discuss or talk so, about? So, 
So yeah, I do go Gay Miami. Um, I also, I can go into the events later on, but uh, the other platforms are for the Chamber. So uh, Chamber of Commerce is a, it's a, it's a corporation actually, but it's a non-profit corporation. And what we are is we are a membership based um, organization that uh, we pretty much encourage, you know, growth and the flourishing of the LGBTQ business community in Miami, which is often not looked at, but we are a big, the LGBT market is, is the purchasing power is in the trillions now. Wow. The, the Wall Street Journal released something like that. Wow. Yesterday. So I mean, That's there incredible. is, yeah. And you know, when I was young, I was a big Marxist. I was very, you know, but like, as I get older, maybe, you know, as you get older, you're just like, okay, you, the pendulum goes the other way. but. I really learned to value, you know, uh, the economic impact that our community has on uh, on the world because this is what sometimes gives us a voice, yeah. gives us representation. They see that you know we are customers. They see that we are involved in the economy, and sometimes, unfortunately, our dollars is what gets people to realize who we are. It's like, oh wow, y'all got money. Yeah, like, yeah. Y'all got money. Yeah. <laughs> you matter a little bit more than the average bear. Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. It's That's unfortunate. True. That yeah, is true, true too. There's a gap there that continues as well. A lot of those cycles, the uh, intersectionality, the male privilege, the white privilege, the queer privilege, the trans uh, community, all these things overlap even within the community when it comes to like purchasing privilege just like as, as just like members of an economy you know like right. we, we are there's certain people that are going to have more privileges than others correct yeah that's true um what would you say that uh you know since you've been down here in miami uh some of the best events and some of the best experiences you've had uh, where you felt like you were a part of the community more so than just going to the average party? Um, well, to be honest, when I started to go out more and I was having a better time, it was back in Wynwood. Wynwood was still dangerous and nobody would go to Wynwood. Yeah. There was a couple of queer events and um, Gramps would, you know, always, you know, reach out to us as well. And, um, there was a good little underground queer scene in Wynwood about like seven years ago, and there still is. Um, but this was when I started to see like a lot of artists, a lot of you know writers, poets, um, a lot of you know, college students, you know, involved in all kinds of things from slam poetry, from uh, any type of uh, event that really hits the nuances of the queer community, the concerns of the queer community. Uh, you know, you have a party that actually has a purpose behind it. Right. So you see a lot of a lot of events um, coming up that are addressing things like Black Lives Matter, that are addressing, you know, um, the you know the black trans women that keep disappearing. So. Um, I really like that community. Yeah. And so you didn't only see this in, no, this was every, I would say it's like on the Upper East Side of Miami. So you have a lot of events also in Little Haiti. Um, and oh, I love Little Haiti. Yeah. And so there's, just, it's just everywhere. It's just pockets everywhere. You yeah. have to really search for these areas and these little, you know, small little 
you know, communities, but they're there and they're very queer friendly. Love and, it. And thanks yeah. to, to Michael, we have the, yes. you know, we have those um, posts that allow us to know when events are happening. So that's really awesome. Yeah, I try to keep up with anything and everything, like anything that's like, I'm like, why, why doesn't everybody know about these events? Like, goodness. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's kind of like my focus. I feel like I'm an archaeologist or something. I'm just scavenging around. Like, you guys get enough. There's the big parties that everybody goes to. It's like, right. okay, we get it. Like, whatever. Like, we wanna wanna move on about some better stuff. Yeah, and some yeah. new stuff. Some new stuff that that could be educational, that could be beneficial for, you know, different areas of our brain, and um, and our heart. Uh, for those of, for those of those people that don't really know what the word queer means, can you tell us kind of what that that means? Because somebody could Google it, and it's not going to give the right kind of definition mm-hmm. that most people would, you know, relate to or it, that are in the queer community. So, to our audience, could you kind of tell us what queer means to you? Um, well, the way I understand the the term queer um, is that when you have LGBT, um, generally what uh, L, the uh, lesbian refers to women, gay refers to male, so they acknowledge that there's like a gender uh, or sex binary. Right. And then when you move on to uh, to trans, you forgot bisexuals and bi. Yeah. Um, there is also a binary. Okay. Um, with bisexual, you are acknowledging two sexes. Um, and also with trans, at times, what you are doing is you are, there's a direction. So there's a direction from one gender to another. So from male to female, right. or from fail, female to male. Right. What queer does is, the way I understand queer is it kind of like gets rid of this binary or this direction that you need to go one way or the other and it just kind of gets rid of everything and it just says the way you express yourself the way you feel uh, doesn't have to abide by any of these rules you can just so would you say so would you say that queer is more of like it's not you're not identifying necessarily as a woman or a man but more so as a person as queer yeah as queer Mm -hmm. so that's what i mean yeah you can you can and you can uh, and you can be queer but still be in a heterosexual relationship. Um, I mean, you would have to ask more members within the community. Uh, I I go by the pronouns he, him, his. Um, there are times when I do feel queer, uh, but it's not. And I what does that feel like? Give, I, me, give me an example. I feel like my genders go back and forth. Uh, I feel she when I'm around my family a lot. When I'm huh. in a very hyper-masculine environment, I, there's a part of me that gets very, like, I, I want to, like, feel feminine inside of me. There's a part of me that feels very feminine. But inside, you don't want to do that outside? It's like I want to, like, I don't know what it is. It's like, I don't, you know, it's it's very hard to explain. Okay. But I'm like, you know, I want to act more feminine. I feel more feminine around my family. Now, when I'm myself around other gay men, I feel like a gay man. But when I'm a gay man around my family, I feel more like I feel very, I feel more like they see me as a girl. Yeah. And 
I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing because I I think it's a good thing. I think I, if they see that I'm effeminate in any way or if I talk a certain way or whatever, um, I used to be self-conscious about it and I'm not that self-conscious about it anymore. But what but, changed? That's that's beautiful to hear. But what, what changed? Like what made you develop that self-confidence to be able to embrace who you are and and not give a shit about other people's opinions? Um, getting older. Yeah. Age. Age, um, yes. Last time we had our conversation, I was not out to my mom. Oh, really? I came out to my mom uh, two months ago. Wow. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Congratulations. So that was, that was big. That was big for me. That is big. I had a cousin, unfortunately, he passed away, and it was, you know, around that time, and we were all very emotional, and I was just like, I need to tell my mom, because I don't know the next time, I don't want to be gone one day, and her to find this out about me without me telling her. So, or vice versa. Exactly. Right. So that was, yeah, we sat down, and I was like, mom, like, um, I don't. Never had a girlfriend. Every girl that I've had is um, only my friend. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, and they are my friends. I love them to death, and they know about who I am. And um, and then that's it. I was just. And she was just like, okay, all right. And everything is normal. She just doesn't want to talk about it. But everything is back to normal. You know, she that's still good. talks to me every day. But you know, it's gonna take her a while to like kind of like work with it. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, me personally, with my family, it took my family about 10 years to accept it, to be okay with it, to talk about it, um, mm-hmm. to be open to meeting my partners. Uh, and my mom's a, a licensed clinical social worker, like she's a therapist. But at the end of the day, you don't want, I feel like my opinion is that people don't want their kids to struggle even more with life's hard as it is, right? Yeah. So they don't want you to str- us to struggle even more, and um, I think that it's important to realize that it took us a long time to be able to to talk like to accept it within ourselves, and then to accept that we're gonna tell a family member. So I I think that giving her time and and it's a process for everybody, right? It's a process for you to come to come out. Um, to be accepting of like you know being confident as gay man, as, as and a, with the pronouns that you with feel, the pronouns, like yeah. you know you know it's there's a fluidity there you know sometimes it's he sometimes it's she now we're talking about gender specifically we're not right. talking about biological sex and you know when we're looking at healthcare when we're looking at women's rights this is something that also needs to be acknowledged you know that you know what. Um, you know, this, the fluidity that we're talking about here is just, what we're trying to do is just push back on what society tells you, how you should behave, or how should you express yourself just because of, you know, what doctors try to tell you what you are when you're born. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, like I totally like. agree. And a lot of us struggle with uh, anxiety, OCD, paranoia, um, PTSD, uh, depression, and as kids we go through that that kind of stuff, and then we're automatically, you know, diagnosed with something as young kids. I mean, this is only my personal experience, but I feel like I'm not alone in this. We're diagnosed with something. They start giving us medication that starts making us feel numb, 
not allowing us to really grow, develop, utilize our brain for, for what it is. And then um, me personally, I ended up just getting hooked on heavier drugs, you know, that took over my life. Yeah. Because I didn't, I wasn't able to, I already felt like the system in a sense had changed me when I wasn't ready to be changed. I was just, you know, like I, if I have a little bit of depression, if I have, you know, BPD, if I, you know, like maybe it's not so bad as long as I, you know, look at it from a, a positive perspective because there are a lot of people out there and yes, people, I'm crazy, okay? People have asked me, we're all crazy. We're all crazy. We're all crazy. Okay. The, the crazy people are the ones that change the, the world. So, and that's my goal. Positive you know? crazy. Positive crazy. crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But like Einstein and Picasso. Yes. You, know? you, gotta, you gotta be, embrace your eccentric side, embrace your queer side, or whatever it is that you feel is, you know, makes you different. You know, don't let what society tells you, you know, bash you down. Yes. You know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what so do you think about queer? Uh, I um truthfully I'm still new I mean I've only been a part of the LGBT community in South Florida for about maybe two years maybe a year and a half um, I started uh, getting introduced by Leshik I was filming her events for a little bit she gave me an opportunity which was really awesome and I'm, I love Ray yeah so thank you Ray I love um, Ray's events I, uh, I appreciate that opportunity uh, we didn't work together that long, but we did, and I'm grateful that we got to it. And I was exposed to like all different kinds of things that I'd never seen before. Like I went to a lesbian strip club full of yes. lesbians. Like, oh my god, that was incredible. That was like something I just thought that was in the it's movies a, it's or a my sex dreams. It's a sex-positive space, right? Yeah, it's a very sex-positive space. Sex-positive space, and yes. you also indulge in substances. Like, well, I don't indulge in substances, but like. You know, it, it, cannabis. Cannabis. Um, you know, no. it was a friendly environment. People, there were you know vendors, people who were able to advertise and, and market their business, which I thought was super cool. And um, that was my first real exposure into the the scene. Really? Yeah. And then I um, I went in and I, and I started to film. And as I was filming, I was looking at people and everyone. There were a lot of people, and I was like, "This is a great turnout. Like, I'm really happy for her." But everyone was segregated. Mm. They were, there was like groups here, and then a group here, and a group here, and a group here. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? You know, like, why is everyone just segregated and not like talking and socializing? And it just felt like there was an energy in there of not connection, but competition. Mm. And I was like, I don't like this feeling. I know that I'm brand new, nobody knows me here, but I'm gonna change that. And I don't know how to change it, but just be myself. So what I started doing was I started walking up to every single little click and just said, hey, my name's Alex. I'm doing film for Ray, for Leshy. Um, you know, I just wanted to introduce myself and say, hi, I'm, I'm kind of new to the community. I mean, I've been out since 19, but like actually building relationships, making friends, putting myself out there into the community, going out um, and, and I did it to like every single click, and I think that that, I hope that it made people feel like either this chick's fucking super weird, which I am, which is cool, I'm totally cool with that. I'd rather be weird than I'd not. I'd rather be weird. Right. Good. Life's too, uh, <laughs> it's too crazy not to be. 
and, and then I also think, and I hope that they felt like special, like that they were acknowledged, they were seen, that somebody was curious about them and had the balls to go up to them and say, hey, my name's Alex, I'd like to meet you as a person, not like I'm hitting on you. And, you know, that was my way of trying to bring about um, more of a connection. So that's my goal. Like I, I really want to bring more of a connection to the community. Uh, unfortunately, what I've seen are a lot of clicks, and it's it's hard. It's detrimental sometimes to other people's health. We might not think of it that way because we're in our own bubble and we like to have close friends and we want to be careful with who we surround ourselves with. I totally understand that. Mental health is definitely number one. But I think it's also important to be inclusive to people who, you know, don't have people around, are new to the community. Yeah. Um, give them a, give them a, an opportunity to make them feel like they matter because at the end of the day, like you could actually change their life. What if they're feeling so alone that they could be suicidal? They could be, you know, going through heavy drug addiction. They could be just contemplating crazy things and. I think it's important for us to to reach out, to go out of our comfort zone and say like, hey, you know, like I see you post a lot on this platform. I, I do too. Like they, they have some fire ass, you know, posts. We should hang out or we should grab coffee. And um, you should fucking just create your own event. Bring oh, people yeah. together. <laughs> Have you ever thought about doing that? No, because that's too much. Oh, well, I considered it. I considered curating, curating an event one time. Yeah. Because they don't play enough bachata music down in South Florida. When I first moved here, I'm like, I know how to dance bachata. I grew up with this music. Yes. I got this. I got this down. Like when really? I move to Miami, I'm gonna go to the gay bars. I'm gonna be dancing bachata. Never happened. I love. I love Cuba. I love my Cubans. I love Miami. But the salsa. In the gay scene, the gay male scene, I don't know, in the lesbian scene, do you like a lot of hip hop? There's R&B. a lot of hip hop, there's R&B, okay. but, there's, but there's like electronic and then there is salsa. There is, there. Is, I don't know about bachata, but I know that, you know. Bachata. Um, bachata. bachata. Do you like bachata? I mean, it's I a slower one. Really, it's a slower one? Yeah, 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 but it's like very sexual. It's Ooh. like you grind. Oh, okay. But it's. You can do it formally, but you know it's a very, it's it's a really good dance. And I was just, I come down here and I was like, I would go to the DJs and I'd be like, Are you guys gonna play bachata? I'm like we don't we don't. Know. It's like what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Every now and then you'll hear it like at Twist or something like that. And oh, I'm just Twist like, is I so want good. I want a bachata Miami night. Beach Twist, check it out. Miami, oh yes, and they're having their anniversary too. Oh, yeah. awesome! That's um, awesome. So yeah, well, I think it's interesting that, so you, you feel like you're a little bit new to the LGBT scene? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been out since I was 19, you know, okay. I realized that I was gay, and, but I haven't really put myself out there where I, I built, a, like, a lot of friends in the LGBT yeah. community. I created Les Miami about a year ago, or like right when, I think maybe right when COVID started, yeah, so a year ago. And I was just like, I want to add more positivity and um, kind of use it as like my personal journal Mm -hmm. of my thoughts and feelings and and use it as um, 
something to motivate others, including myself. So I just started coming up with content. I also like to post funny content because humor, you know, wins, and it's important to make yeah. people feel not just motivated but also to, to laugh. Um, uh, speaking of humor, yes, there is just real quick. Yes, um, yes, yes. Y A S Miami is a um, is a it's a house. It's a comedy, a uh, queer comedy house here. Oh wow, we gotta check um, that out. It's yes. Y-A-S Miami. Y-A-S Miami. Okay, yes. check it out, everybody. Um, Support. Yes, they're amazing. Yeah. Uh, they are in Little Haiti. Okay. And this is the, at the Villain Theater. It's like the main, it's like one of the big... Um, I like the name of the theater. Yeah, it's a good, it's, it's, cool. it's, it's great. It's a great place. They have um, good comedy. And if you want to join the uh, this, com- I guess it's a community of comedians. There. Yeah. I mean, they, they're always asking for people to help and um, to be involved. That's so awesome. If you want, we should go and check out an event. Yeah, That's for sure. Do. Definitely do that. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to no, interrupt. No, you're good. Keep going. I love it. I'm, I love it. So um, comedy's good. Comedy is great. And um, so I created Les Miami, you know, like a year ago, and it's, you know, I've got now like 4,000 followers, and I think that they're pretty engaged. I, I really try to, I put a lot of work into the page. I, I, post at least three to seven times a day. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, and it's, I think it's good content. It's content that I relate to. It's I something it. that speaks to me, mm-hmm. uh, that speaks to others. People have told me that my, they look forward to my post, that it, it's helped them resonate, not feel so alone. It's helped them um, fix things with their relationships. And it's really beautiful. I'm really grateful that I've been able to provide that for you know, the community that I've just recently become a part of. Um, my goal in the show, you know, of Les Pod, and, and not just talk about Les Miami, but of Les Pod, is to introduce you to great people like Michael, is to introduce you to different life experiences of how people, you know, chose to get involved instead of just talking about doing it. And I want this show to inspire people to start doing more rather than thinking they can't or they're not qualified or, you know, they don't have the connections. Like, he want, he and I will hook you up. You know, if you want to volunteer, volunteering isn't always the easiest thing, but it's, it's the best way to get involved and build relationships because then you can, if, you know, if you do something on the side, like you're an event planner, you know, people are gonna look for that and they're gonna say, hey, this really cool person that I that I had volunteered for me does event planning, let's hit them up and see if, if they'll help and, and you might get a, a possible job out of that within the community. Yeah, we you help know? each other out. I mean, we network. I mean, yeah, we network. We hustle, we network. Um, it's not all about partying and getting drunk, you know, and going to, you know, we there's a whole other world you know, here, especially in Miami, yeah. um, South Florida, where, you know, we network, we hustle, we, you know, you see people trying to start their business, you see artists, you see all kinds of, um, you know, professionals like lawyers and doctors also, you know, engage with the community. Right. And um, and it's amazing to see everybody work together and, you know, we're all trying to make a dollar. Like, yeah. what's going on? What's yeah. up? For what real. What you got? What you got? So for got, real. And it's, uh, you know, some Let's sexy people. Each other. There's some sexy people, you know? Yes. You, don't, you don't have to go to the club to find sexy people. No, you, you just got to go to the right networking you just gotta, spots. You got to network. You got to network. And what you got to do. And it's not easy 
Sorry, I apologize, guys. Mm. My, my little cat is a... We love the cat. We love the cat, but she's not really supposed to be on the show yet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you guys need anything at all, please reach out to Michael, go get Miami or myself on Les Pod. Um, uh, anything else that you want to kind of touch base on? Um, well, I can hit up on like specific events. Okay, that um, would be great. Yeah, right as we wrap anything, up. yeah, as anything's coming up because a lot of people haven't asked me okay. about um, events. Let me hit up, so I'm gonna go on my phone. That's very rude of me being on my it's phone okay. in the middle. But I did want to give her a couple highlights. So uh, tomorrow there's gonna be uh, in Fort Lauderdale, the Outshine is gonna be doing an event. Mm. So I there was a last time I was on your show, we did a a highlight for a movie that Emma Watson was. It? Yes, Emma Watson. We did do that. And she did a, an amazing job. Yes. An amazing job. Yeah, I fucking lost that. I forgot, I forgot the name of the movie, but it was amazing. That, yeah, it was a very It's on Netflix, and on Netflix. We'll, we can go back and Check out LGBT, just Google LGBT, what's it, what's it? Uh, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Oh, the, the, the redhead, right? Yes, she is from, is she the one from Harry Potter? No. No, she's the one from Superbad. Superbad, okay. I think. And she was, so yeah, she's Or um, maybe she's blonde. She was raised Orthodox Let Jewish. Let us know if we're right or wrong, okay? <laughs> raised Orthodox Jewish and then coming out within her community. Yeah. And then that was pretty wow. good. So they're doing another movie tomorrow. Um, it's called, uh, it's at the Gateway Cinema. Ooh, and nice. It's, it's right over it's here. It's right down the corner. Yeah. What's the name of the movie? And the name of the movie is uh, 85, wait, Summer of 85. Summer of 85, yes. it's a, a gay male film. It's a gay male film, but they always have, um, just follow Outshine because Outshine film at, and on Instagram. Yeah, they're and great, they're great. This is an all male film, but they always have a lot of uh, lesbian and queer events as well. Love it. Really good film. And they work with Netflix, they work with Hulu, they work with all Awesome. Of yeah. So Guys, check it out, check it out for sure. Um, what else is coming up? So I wanted to highlight a couple things. Um, Amavi, we know Stephanie, right? Yeah, Amavi. Okay, yeah, so DJ Citizen Jane is going to be doing an event. Ooh, that's my homegirl, Citizen Jane. At the Axel. Um, have you? Do you know about the Axel? No, tell me, tell me. Axel is this new uh, hotel. It's a gay-owned uh, and operated. Uh, it's LGBT-owned and operated. So. The manager is the main manager. You know, she's lesbian, and then like the main owners, I think they're gay, and they are based out of Barcelona. Oh wow! They are amazing people. They really want to engage with the community. So <clears throat> I probably should get some water because it's like I'm getting parched after talking so much. I, know. I had no I idea I'd get parched. Well, but the um, well. no, it's okay. So yeah, the July 24th, Amavi's having an event there. Okay. Okay. Um, it is amazing. They have a big pool. I mean, they have literally, it's like, there is no gay venue in South Beach, uh, gay, lesbian, queer venue that has uh, such a giant pool. Really? It's, it's a huge exactly. pool. Like, we're talking about pool party. That's awesome. We can finally have a real pool party. Nice. Like, it's big pool. Um, it's not like an Olympic size, but Jesus, it's, right. it's a big pool. So what's the concept of the party? So this party is, it's gonna, it's a pool party. Okay. So the vibe there is all South Beach, Miami vibes, but we actually have a big pool now. 
So it's a pool party vibes. Um, He's under that big pool. Oh my goodness, it is. It's a big. It's a big pool. You guys, it, it only makes sense until you get there. You're like, oh my goodness, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Um, so that's gonna be on the 24th. So okay. that's a pool party that they're so having. So 24th of July. Yeah, this is a lesbian event. Uh, it's queer and lesbian. Queer and lesbian, um, okay. Ladies, queers, all my people out there, LGBTQ, all of you, these are some great events. Be sure to check them out. Be sure to check them out. Anything else? See, uh, the black market. So if you like grunge music, if you like dark synth wave, if you like British, British synth wave, anything, um, 80s. Uh, Ooh, I like 80s. 80s, you're gonna love uh, the black market. Nice. And the, they are, it's it's probably like half of it, more like, yeah, half of it's all queer people. Really? Yeah, but it's really underground grunge scene. So it's a little bit on the dark side, but it's, um, you get, you got everything in there. Right. And they have the best music nice. ever. The vibe is great. You, you can go there by yourself. And I mean, you can have a great time. Cool. Um, great artists. That. You got drag shows. You got drag king. You got all kinds of stuff going on. And then that is going to be when is that going to be? That's July sixteenth. July sixteenth. And this one is going to be in Wilton Manors. Oh, okay, awesome. Yes. So Wilton Manors, July sixteenth, and the name of it is Black Market. Yes, it's going to be on Friday. Definitely, definitely hit them up. And we got yeah, and those are the. Those are the biggest events that I kind of like try to help out. Um, there's also um, Masisi, which is a black queer event. Um, they focus on the black queer scene, but they, they include everybody as well. I've Love been to it. some other events. It's like a Caribbean type of vibe. Oh, cool. And That's nice. Good food. Great DJs, great artists, and... Um, great music, yeah. And then great music. Yeah. Yeah. And so what else is, uh, uh, YPN, every month we do a YPN event. This is the event that I uh, do pictures at. Um, and I work with y, uh, YPN is uh, a committee with uh, the chamber. So it's a business networking event. And we have events every month. Okay. So this is the ones I'm telling you about, like, yeah. need to go. Yeah, I'm um, if, Usually, if, if your company is not a member with the chamber, um, you can, I think it's like $10 to do it or 10 or like 15, right. but like we do all kinds of parties. Um, and these are good networking events. We always do them. Last time we, what, last year, our big one was on a yacht. Oh, it was wow. really good. That's awesome. Um, but we, you know, we did some uh, different hotel openings and, um, just, you know, keep them on your radar because especially if you are looking to like improve your, your networking skills or get to know more of the professional. Uh, LGBTQ community in Miami, um, YPN is great. It's geared towards young professionals. Nice. I'll definitely mm -hmm. put that in, in the uh, in the video. YPN. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's great. We'll add the YPN, and I'll be there. I'll be taking pictures. Yeah. Oh, we just had an event like two weeks ago. Nice. And that was good. We had a yeah. The economy, the pandemic is. You know, we still practice our guidelines, but you know things are opening up. Right. And. Get your get your little Fauci ouchies. Yeah. Um, Fauci ouchies, buddy. And that's it, you know. Let's, Love let's it. Start again the post-pandemic world. Yes. <laughs> Slowly happening. Just little by little. So quick before we we uh, head off the show, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. What is the kind of legacy that you'd like to leave behind? I mean, you're still young. Yeah. He's, he's finishing up his uh, graduate degree, right? Yes, my master's. Your master's, master's yeah. right now. What is it, what is the, the legacy that you'd like to leave behind? Uh, me? Now, for Go Gay Miami, I really, what I want to do is I want to help, you know, bring the community together and to help artists and, you know, curated, you know, events to flourish in Miami like they can in big cities. You know, I think Miami deserves it and I don't think it's, because it's so transient, I don't think that people should forget, like, that there's a really good party scene here, a healthy, positive, you know, scene here. And I always want people to know where to go to find that. One, that's my big goal with Go Gay Miami. Personally, um, and you hit up on it with grad school, is um, I'm doing a, you know, I'm, I want to get my PhD in philosophy, so I want to be a professor. And a lot of what I do is, uh, I do a lot of like history and uh, philosophy with, uh, with the work that I do. So I hope to, you know, publish some works that kind of like tackle a lot of ideas that have been ignored, you know, in academia. So a lot of it has to do with queer issues, you know, gay and lesbian issues as well. Um, that's beautiful. So it's kind of, it's a big project, but we'll see where it goes. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. You did awesome. Thank you, you had me here. Yes, of amazing. course. Finally. <laughs> yes. Um, so, again, thank you so much for being on the show. I hope you have you back, and we're going to do great things together, okay? We will. Give me a hug. Yes, for oh, sure. Oh, my goodness. You're amazing. Oh, you're amazing. Oh,